So my friends, on this um, vigil of January 1st, we celebrate the solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God. And that this um, title, the Mother of God, that we call Mary actually the Mother of God, is a title that um, has a history of some theological debate. And it comes down to the fact that we need to properly understand what Christmas is to get this title and to celebrate Our Lady under the title of Mater Dei, the Mother of God, is a fuller explanation of what actually happened at Christmas. Because we believe that our Lord, Jesus Christ, God incarnate, is one person, but he has two natures. That's some good philosophy and theology there. That our Lord is one person. He is... Our Lord, he's Jesus, he's one person. He's the second person in the Blessed Trinity, but that he has two natures. So uh, a person is an individual uh, of a rational nature, an individual substance of a rational nature, but a, a nature is when you point to something, you say like, what is it? Like, what is it? So right, like that is a kneeler, that is a cross, that is a statue. To point to something, to be able to say, what is it? is to describe its nature. And the thing is, our Lord had two natures. We don't. We have one. You know, I can point to any of you. You're a human being. You're a human being. You're a human being. Our Lord had two natures. So you could point to the Lord Jesus and you could say, that is a human being. You are a human being. And you could point to him and you could say that. He had a human nature. But also, you could point to the same one person and say, you are God. You can't do that about me and you. So that is what we mean when we say that's what's called theologically the hypostatic union. That these are important. This is what we believe. This is part of our faith. That our Lord is one person. And in that one person are united the union, divinity, and humanity. Without mixing, without anything like that, Jesus is fully God and fully man. And that that is what it means, that that's what we say. That's, that's what we celebrate at Christmas with the Incarnation. Fully God and fully man. But because of that, we have to unpack what that means, which is that when you point to him, you can say, again, that's God or that's a human being. That's man. Okay. So now what do you say about his mother? Because they, they were, there was a heresy, um, historianism, which wanted to say that you couldn't call Mary the mother of God. You can't say that. She is only the mother of the humanity of Christ. Right? And so you can't say um, that Mary is the mother of God. Uh, that doesn't make sense. But guess what? Jesus is God. Mary is his mother. Therefore, you can say that Mary is fully the mother of God. Any attempts to undercut our theology always go wrong, right? A short path to heresy is to try to simplify what we believe. It just doesn't. I I know I said that on Trinity Sunday to watch that YouTube video, St. Patrick's Bad Analogies. Like you try to simplify the Trinity, you're going to be a heretic. If you try to simplify the incarnation or you try to just explain like, no, 
Mary's just the mother of the humanity of Christ. Like, no, Jesus is God, Mary is his mother. Mary is the mother of God. Like that, and that is a beautiful role. And what we get is that this elevates what we believe so much that we're not taking half measures. We're not just trying to explain stuff just enough. Mary is the mother of God. Like, holy moly. We, don't, we're, we never, in Catholic theology, we never put the brakes on. We just go full throttle all the way that we can claim all of this. Whatever is claimed of one of the natures, you can claim of the person. That's a theological principle. And so this is so much of the beauty of what we receive at Christmas. The fullness of what Almighty God has given to us. And then, and then what we need to do, what our role needs to be in this, is that we need to follow the example of the Mother of God. We need to follow the example of Our Lady Insofar as we have been adopted with Christ, we can call Mary our mother. We call her our mother. She's our blessed mother. Um, Because we, in our baptism, were adopted with Christ. And so, because we share um, in Christ Jesus, we're part of his mystical body, uh, we call Mary our mother. Okay, so what do we do? We got to learn from our mother. And we hear that after all, imagine having a baby in a cave. Um... Uh, on a cold winter night, um, and then, boom, shepherds show up. And they say, these angels appeared to us, and they, you know, said this and that, and there's incredible things happening. Now, Mary knows what's going on, and so does Joseph. They know the great things this child is destined for, uh, but you could have intellectual knowledge of that, but, like, holy moly, like, this army of angels appeared to these shepherds and told them to come visit us, um, and we get... Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. The acquired habit of theological reflection, that we take the truths of our faith, and that we need to then follow the example of Our Lady, our Mother, and we keep these things, and we reflect on them in our heart. We do it in our, in our study of the faith, and we need to do that in our prayer. What does interior life look like? What does mental prayer look like? What does meditation look like? It's doing exactly this. Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. What does it mean that Jesus is fully God and fully man? Mary kept all these things, reflecting upon them in her heart. And this is what we need to do. We need to turn them over again and again and and think about them, and fall in love with the truths of our faith. So I'm so many people that want to just explain away the Catholic faith, that want to water it down. You know, how much have you fallen in love with the faith? Let's, we should love our Catholic faith. It's not something we have to explain away or make excuses for, but rather through the act of keeping all of these things, reflecting on them in our heart, we fall in love with what our faith professes. We fall in love with Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We fall in love with God-made man, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, perfect God and perfect man. We fall in love as we reflect on these things in our heart. This is a great New Year's resolution. If we are not doing this, then it should be something that we start not tomorrow, 
right? Start it now in 2019 that we take and we spend time every day, every single day, considering the truths of our faith. If you don't have a copy of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, Christmas is past, but maybe with a good Amazon gift card or something, go and buy a copy of the uh, the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Buy some good works of theology and read and reflect and study and fall in love with the truths of our faith. This is how we imitate our mother, with a heart that regularly uh, reflects upon and keeps and turns over what our faith professes. If we do that and we fall in love with what our faith teaches, uh, then we will be on the sure path to holiness. And so today we ask Our Lady, the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mater Dei, the Mother of God, um, to pray for us and to teach us the path of true interior life so we may always meditate upon and fall in love with the mysteries of Almighty God and God-made man, our Savior Jesus Christ.